Welcome to The Way Talks. This is the podcast in support of The Way Holistic Collective in Calgary. I am Jacqueline, uh, your host and the resident hypnotherapist and intuitive counsel. And today I have Hillary sitting down with me. Now, Hill is our back-end fairy at The Way. She does all the social. She does all of the things, keeps us running. And she is also a um, bar instructor by trade. She is fitness, community engagement, just like a ray of sunshine human being. So I'm so glad to have you here, Hill. Thank you for sitting down with me. I'm so grateful. I just need to take a sip of my chai. That's just such a humbling and beautiful introduction. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So um, what I've been doing with everybody else who's come and sat down with me, I've basically asked them, what is your way? So Hillary, can you tell us a little bit about like who you are and what has brought you here? Um, <laughs> background, like born and raised, brought up in this city. And both my parents are from other places. My dad's from Greece. My mom's from the States, but obviously of European descent. Um, <laughs> so yeah, coming up in Calgary, I mean, it's an incredible city. There's a reason it's been voted one of the greatest cities in North America and the world. So um through that, I danced when I was coming up. Like I danced, played soccer, did all the things that you could. It wasn't yes. much of a snow bunny, but um, from dance, I think when I transitioned out as a young teen and needed something less formal, I like searched for something which I thought was yoga and it wasn't necessarily yoga at the okay. time or <laughs> tried to force it with other modalities and landed on bar and it fused wellness in your body and engagement while also having some principles that I had found familiar and grown up with, but I've just found these to be a stronger sort of trajectory or activation of it, mm -hmm. of the movement. So I got into bar and instruction and ran two beautiful bar studios in the city. So I've worked for Bar Body and Bar West and they're both incredible facilities. All movement facilities are and they're going through a lot right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've always loved working for small businesses too and owners that I'm in huge support and, and admiration of. Um, and I've learned so much from the really strong women and men that I've worked for. Mm -hmm. I've worked in property management. I've worked in different admin sort of portals and like through study, through movement, through other things, it just kind of like landed you in a creative place too. And um, so working for the way is kind of that beautiful outlet that ties wellness and creation and just everyone's different gifts and kind of mm -hmm. finds alignment with them and what matters. Totally. Would you be willing to talk a little bit more about bar and like why it speaks to you? I'd, I'd love to know more. I was going through a huge bout of grief. I had lost my significant other in a car accident and I struggled for a year working in an office job and I was just on autopilot and I was so dormant and just sad, like not myself. Yeah. And and just like you were having an out-of-body experience and you didn't know when it was going to end. And you were just, yeah, foggy and gray and unclear and unset. So I actually stumbled across a bar class. I loved the space, first off. I'm, I just love space. I love decor. <laughs> I love events. I love setup and creation. So 
I loved the space first and foremost. And then I wound up taking a class with a friend who's also a resident instructor. Um, and she's been at tons of studios. Her name's Libby and she's amazing. Um, we went and took a class and I didn't know if like anything was bending or breaking. Like I'd never felt my body yeah. feel engagement the way that it did in this class. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if my joints are any, like any part of my body is supposed to be able to facilitate this. This is craziness. <laughs> and then I remember just being so sore after and then hilarious. I don't even know one thing led to another. I got a job there and then after taking that class, got to manage the front end, do tons of, of kind of their day to day when it came to ops, when it came to operations and, um, eventually started teaching. And I remember just being like, man, if I don't teach this, I'll never do this. Oh. It was like something to overcome almost. And I found that because it's such focused movements, I also could get outside my head. And that mm -hmm. was the biggest problem as I was just living in my psyche. I wasn't living in my day to day. Got it. And so being able to be in a movement that forced me into a present moment it was like this visceral feeling that just changed the psychology of my grief and where I was at. Mm -hmm. And honestly became a bit like a drug. Like I also got to a point where I was teaching all the time, but it meant I could just do whatever I wanted diet wise. So I was like, let's ride this train. <laughs> um, and I love it. It does take a toll on your body doing too much of anything. So like six to 10 times a week, I'd say slow your roll and just like love yourself, do some stretching, mm. but through discovering bar and discovering like that physical routine and accountability mm -hmm. and structure, it helped heal. Honestly, Amazing. I'd say like, that's what like fitness did for me and in, in the mental scope of things. It wasn't even meant to be physical. It was fully mental. Oh, wow. And so it felt like a conquering for sure. And through that, I was able to then take a yoga class and enjoy yoga for the meditative aspects, not so much feeling it was a physical challenge every time because I had been mm -hmm. conditioned by something else that then accelerated the way you engage, the way that your body works together, your own right. understanding of your breath being fluid as you're doing this and how that opens you up differently. So just all the benefits, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's one aspect of what you do. And one aspect. And I mean, through physical therapy, I've taken other trainings, like mm -hmm. from an incredible chiropractor in the city, local to um, Justin Tam. So I took a Rolex training with him. I was able to proceed from my training and then be able to lead myofascial release classes. Ooh. So rolling and using a roller as well as a ball. Mm -hmm. So getting into access of different sorts of pain bodies and the layers of trauma that we can sometimes hold and harvest and mm -hmm. in different aspects and all the different therapies too that go into that, right? Osteopathy, chiro, massage, mm -hmm facial massage, when it comes to energy work, when it comes to Reiki, when it comes to just excavation, mm -hmm. it's kind of what it is. But again, it's just a little more tangible because you can feel it and it's calling it your hip, but it's getting blood flow. It's getting all sorts of opening to a part of the body that is otherwise not activated or stagnant. Right. So I worked for Bar West in teaching as well as Junction 9, which is mm -hmm. also an incredible space in the city for like uh, offered me a home to take and apply yoga, which is something that was very special and dear to me. Um, yeah. 
overall, I just all of the different modalities you can work your body to optimize yourself physically and spiritually, just mm -hmm. everything as a whole, I think is so important. And even in meeting Rose and finding someone who applies acupuncture in a way that is traditional and very Eastern. Mm -hmm. So something that's a more Western version of the medicine is is heavy application of the needles, right? right? And that's something that we as a Western society are a little bit more adverse to. Mm -hmm. um, and whereas when we are able to have someone who understands those older, more ancient and timely methods, just wisdom, so that they apply something that's already scary, that al always makes us timid when someone talks about <laughs> sticking needles in you. I don't Fair. I don't know many people who are like, yeah, stick multiple needles in me at a time. I'm going to love it. <laughs> no, it's uncomfortable. But that's also what happens to break up the stagnation, which is more uncomfortable if you have to live with it. Totally. Right? So in meeting someone who does something that is otherwise a little bit more jagged mm -hmm. and applies it in such a soft nature. I'm just like, this is something that's going to help me. Like it's helped me with depression and anxiety and, and trauma and like that amongst like going past what keeps you comfortable. Right. Yeah. Like, is it uncomfortable or more comfortable to not go and seek out help that you might need or require? And that's yeah. a huge mental barrier that I think a lot of people have to work through. Definitely. So, I mean, also being able to be a part of a space that's inclusive, that's welcoming, that's trying to trying to be a safe bunker, more mm -hmm. or less, for people to just kind of let it all out and receive treatment, receive whatever it is from a professional and also someone who's willing to say, hey, maybe you should see someone else within this clinic that also offers something different that could work in sync with this and in synergy and really help heal like your heart, your mind, everything that's working in this nice and intricate ecosystem, <laughs> you yeah. know, like our bodies are all so intricately woven and different mm -hmm. that we need to try it all. Absolutely. We really do. And find that thing that actually like resonates and moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's different <laughs> for everyone, which is the yeah. tricky part, but yeah, if we're willing and open, we can find it. Exactly. <laughs> so you are also very much all about community engagement. And so can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Well, I spent a few wonderful years working for Lululemon and I always loved the company just mm -hmm. because it felt like it tied people together and it made fitness accessible. They always used to sponsor a few local small studios with free classes provided by them. Um, so that was something where I just loved that you would get to meet people. It was positive attitudes because you only you were doing something positive for yourself, mm. whether it was stepping outside your comfort zone and being in run club, like I'm an asthmatic. I was like, wait, I could feel everything closing up. Mm -hmm. And so I started being able to lead the run and walk club for them. Oh, wow. And just like little little things that engage you with the community, whether it's being able to host and help with fundraiser classes. Mm -hmm. So that if we're able to donate our time and some people are able to donate even a fraction of their resources, we can raise something that's great for people that are maybe less, less thought of or less acknowledged or just not heard. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always loved that aspect, being able to use small businesses and platforms as something that you can raise awareness around and also totally. share with people and feel good about sharing with people. And that's very different right now, obviously, oh, yeah. given limitations on mm -hmm. people and, and people getting together and gathering, which is super hard. 
However, I think this is a time where like animals, animals instinctually oh, yeah. hibernate. Maybe this is a time everyone just gets a little more rest, goes to bed. You know, you want to go to bed at 7.30, babe? Go to bed at 7.30. Exactly. Like don't stop yourself <laughs> because you think that you have whatever owing to someone or something mm-hmm. or like a societal belief if your melatonin spiking maybe you should just listen you totally. know and take the time that you have that would otherwise be reserved for seeing people or celebrating with people and really take it to make the best for yourself and mm-hmm. make the best use of time and energy just restoring right yeah so it's the last podcast we were talking about that a little bit as well is like this is the time now to go inward right and it's historically been that with the winter solstice like this is the darkest part of the year this is we are supposed to be hunkering down and that's just it like this is a cycle this is something we always go through so i think kind of just letting yourself succumb to it Mm -hmm. is the better call versus resisting just flow with it it's temporary and i always remind myself in december like 20 more days 15 more days until days get longer (laughs) you know you just have to give yourself a countdown it's like the advent calendar but without anything to eat totally nothing edible about this it's just life and a reward so um yeah, when it comes to all things community, though, even the engagement we get to have with the vendors here at the clinic yeah. and getting to have connection with other small kind of curators or creators, I think is so special. Mm-hmm. I, like on the side, I love to make macrame. Yes. I always have loved fiber art, especially in the last few years. And so I'll make things for friends. I pretty much try to only charge cost and then a small portion gets to be donated back to uh, not-for-profit that mm-hmm. supports um, mental health conversations amongst families, but most importantly, kids. Yeah. So it's called Project Nightlight. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much just try to offer children the tools that they need to access their emotions that's healthy yeah. and in a way that isn't shaming yourself for feeling something where there isn't a right or wrong answer because I don't know about you, but there's never the right answer. Exactly. You're like, well, even if I said that, you'd find something else to be upset about. It's just kind of when we're in that state mm-hmm. and there's not as much logic as there is um, just blown out, like blown out of proportion emotion yep. overall. Uh, it gets tricky and it gets sticky. So yeah, it's um, it's nice to be able to offer people tools and Absolutely. be able to be a part of that too and to talk about it. And I think it's really important to have conversations around mental health. Uh-huh. I don't think that they're had enough. And I mean, they're so awkward sometimes because we don't know how to apply words totally. to a feeling. There's not always the verbiage. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that we continue to create even just awareness and space for ourselves to feel things and say, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to process this, but I know that it's around this and I just Mm -hmm. need to be in it. Absolutely. So absolutely. I think those are important things to offer ourselves and to remind everyone around us to offer themselves, especially now. Yeah. There is, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of mixed feelings. (laughs) There's a lot of wins. There's a a lot of losses. Um, and a lot of confusing middle ground for people, Yes, I think has been the biggest part because that leaves room for opinions and debates. And right now opinions and debates are not a pretty place to be. No, No, that's very, very true. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're quite specific. So I think if we can just stay open and, Mm -hmm. and kind of like 
in our peace, you know, in your chi, (laughs) in your chi. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask you a really personal question. So, like, you are all about community engagement. Is there a reason? Like, what brought you to that place to be like, this is this is it. This is what like drives me. I think in my upbringing, like my family's not huge on my mom's side. It's like a relatively disjointed family and having more or less just my mom growing up, I was like, you know what? My friends are my family. Mm -hmm. And then that family just kind of grew in beautiful exponential layers of community and, and people where you weren't my next door neighbor, but I feel like you've played a mother role or an aunt role, or I've been a sister to you and vice versa. And it's a really beautiful thing that I found with so many women and men Mm -hmm. in my life. And it's so important and special and to be nurtured. And when that also just becomes kind of the natural run and flow of things of anyone that you meet, because I believe that we're all in this together genuinely, Mm -hmm. I think it's super important for people to feel seen, heard, felt, and just there for, because I know there have been times where I felt isolated or I felt alone. And as a much younger Hillary, however, even tools through my own psychology and therapy that I've taken and gone to it's it's crucial to have those pillars to have support to know that at the end of the day someone's got your back and it pains my heart to think anyone in the world ever feels like someone doesn't Mm -hmm. so if you have a role in that if you have a moment or a mark I just think it's so important Mm -hmm. yeah oh I couldn't agree more you are very much part of like the the community connections that we make here at the way would you like to talk about like some of those connections I mean it's super funny because I think a lot of it's been law of attraction and that just takes me (laughs) so far back to lululemon days but something that we talk about all the time and just the energy of the world and what pulls us so I think a lot of it's been cross interaction between Rose and other practitioners that she's met along the way or people that she's worked with um people that I even come into cross with if they're doing something and I think it aligns here I'm like you know what there is a space so Mm -hmm. let's have a conversation I think it's always open to people's gifts and what they want to offer people and and really hold value in their work Mm -hmm. I think that that's so important to be shared and they're tools for everybody's belt right oh yeah and at the end of the day everyone's application of one specific modality may vary Mm -hmm. and so you could try one thing and have it three different ways totally you know what I mean so I think it's important to remain adventurous in that sense and also open to really good people being in the space and bringing their energy Mm -hmm. and and all along that um yeah, like I know that we have someone who's interested in, she's incredible and offers sound healing yes. and offers yoga. There's so many different offerings here. And so whenever you meet someone too that diversifies that, but also ties into everything that you want to do, mm-hmm. which is find the therapy that works for someone. And therapy means different things to everybody. However, there is so much to which therapy applies. Oh, yeah. And it could be sound, it could be acutonics, it could be an essential oil. It could be a tiger balm. It could be Mm -hmm. gua sha. It's, it's having someone listen to you. It's having someone try Mm -hmm. to break down and understand you on an unbiased level and apply their profession. And so to me, I think anyone who wants to do that or has space to do that is always welcome. Mm -hmm. And whatever goal they're working towards, I think that's important to keep in focus and and chat about because we're always here for that. 
<laughs> we're here for the community. We're here for people to to feel their best in times that aren't easy to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Especially so. <laughs> Just think it's such a great and wild ride to work with awesome and incredible practitioners like mm -hmm. yourself and all of the talent that we have here and the way that people know how to scan energy that can scan body that go off mm -hmm. feeling and touch even when it comes to massage with their eyes closed just for intuition i think that this is a space that's all about people following their intuition mm -hmm. and the paths that you'll cross and the people that you meet as your healer or the people that you see who need healing it's all just a huge privilege and ways that we can help or that we can promote people and make it easier or more accessible for them. I hope that those, uh, those pieces of input always come our way. Mm -hmm. So definitely beautiful. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming and sitting oh, with me. Hope. Appreciate you. <laughs> appreciate thank you. you. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Um, take care of yourselves, friends. <laughs>